Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, Howie O'Dell is back, one of my favorite paranormal people in the entire world. How are you, Howie? I am doing magnificent, actually. It's it's really good. A lot of game changing has taken place, so I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to hear about it. So yes. tell me what the heck is going on in Howie's life. Well, first of all... Um, like uh, we were talking about, uh, I'm actually with my entire new team right now, All Seeing Paranormal Society. We're having our first holiday get together. Oh, hi, um, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. Um, let me jump in there. And we, everybody can say hi on air. Everybody, everybody say hello. You're on podcast. Hello. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're All Seeing Paranormal Society out of Richmond, Virginia. Um, at the point, we've got a majority of all of our uh, members here now. There's Britt, Rhonda, Jennifer, uh, Debbie, Shelly, Vicki, Ryan, Mike. We're missing Chris and well, my brother, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, big family. There's big a family. lot of people on your team now. Yes, ma'am. We, uh, we're kind of like the, the schmaj pod of the paranormal. We're all from different teams, and we all decided to come together. Uh, because there was things we didn't like about other teams or just went yeah. fitting in. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, how we want to do it your way. I'm like, oh, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Howie's way? <laughs> um, when I do uh, paranormal investigating, I don't do it like anybody else. Um, I actually treat it like a special operations unit. Um, it's organized, it's documented, everything's documented. We have three ring binders, we document everything we do. Mm-hmm. It's on a scientific base, but now this team has a lot of metaphysical members on the team. Awesome. So, yeah, so learning how to work with the science side of some of the old members, mix them in with the metaphysical side, it, it's something new. It's something we haven't seen in 10 years. It's been slowly mixing. And um, remember back in the day, you, Lord forbid, to have a medium on your team. And now every team has medium. So oh, sure. majority yeah. of my team, yeah, has ability. So I'm like, well, let's see how this plays out. 
I, I would think it would make perfect sense to have a medium on the team. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, we use that in a loose term now because there's so many different abilities and everybody's either mm-hmm. energy or spiritual or metaphysical, if you will. Um, they're sensitive by clairvoyant, whichever it may be, you know, right. uh, you're clear, you know, clear, clear. Oh, my goodness. Clear <laughs> yeah. I'm so full right now. My brain's going. Oh, uh, I, I understand. My brain's always doing that during the holidays. <laughs> I'm like, oh, stop. I know. Stop. <laughs> and it doesn't. It just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, it's like a vicious circle. Oh, I'm in the candy machine of doom in the paranormal world. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. And, you know, like I said, tonight we're having our holiday get together for the first time. Everybody's kind of feeling everybody out. Because, like I said, they're from all different teams, and some of the most original members of the original ASPS are come back together to put this team back together. It'd be Ryan Jones, Britt, uh, LaBritt, oh my goodness, Shelly Walker. Um, so yeah, great members coming back and wanting to do it again and do it the way we want to do it this time. No drama, no frustration, not putting ourselves out there like, look at us. We, we want to do it on the scientific side this time and make sure everything's documented and share with other groups. Yeah, I think that's so important, you know. Um, I think the paranormal and metaphysical joining up, it's happening more and more and people are taking it more seriously now. Right. Because right. we all I want the answers. Yeah, seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, you would have never seen the combination of what we have now. Mm-hmm. And it, can we utilize what we can learn from the metaphysical side comparably to the paranormal side and scientific side. Sure. We just have to ask the right questions. We have to know each other and knowing each other and communicating is going to be a major issue with the ship change we're about to do. Exactly. So you have this new team, this new thing starting. What, what is going to be your first investigation? Um, Actually, we are, we, Sitting at the table, uh-huh. um, discussing things now. We, we're going to stick around Virginia first. We're not going to really start reaching out yet. Sure. Um, we're going to go back to some of our old places uh, that we're used to, like St. Albans Sanitarium, the Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're going to reach back down to the beach, probably Ferry Plantation. Um, you know, places we're used to run with with some of the new people. And then, of course, there's going to be new places around Virginia that we want to hit at. But we're going to take our time. We're not rushing. We've got nothing to rush. We've got nothing. You know, and that's the positive, great part about it. We've got nothing to prove. We just got stuff to document, and we want to know why. And that's a new view of doing the whole paranormal field now. It's it's changing. We don't need to prove anything. We need to document everything. Mm -hmm. And then with that is the equations. Now that brings a whole new new theory, of course, because that's in the two weeks um, I, I've actually been able to take uh, Einstein's insight of quantum and and understand. I've been working on this theory for thirty years, going, how can I prove with scientific basing that paranormal exists like the spirit world side mm-hmm. and the, the ghost and you use that word <clears throat> people you know, out of body <laughs> yeah exactly right 
And and this week, it just hit out of nowhere um, through Gossman and Basman, um, theory book that uh, Einstein worked on a conglomerate with. And I've read the book like three times, and it was uh, the documentary that was on YouTube last week, and it just finally hit me. And I went, holy crud, I think I can do this. I think I can prove it. My dad said, never stop. Never stop. And I have it. So, you know, there'll be some big stuff in 2023 about all of this. <laughs> I've got theories. Uh, we've got classes going on. Um, in fact, um, I'm starting Paranormal 101 Boot Camp with uh, FPRI, Registered Paranormal uh, Investigations, and Cobra Paranormal at Virginia Beach. We're all getting together with uh, Kim Sage and Rhonda Harris. Dowdy uh, at Bell Grove Plantation in King George, and we're putting on the first Virginia Paranormal uh, 101 boot camp. Oh, so, Yeah, that's January 20th, and it's uh, $100 per person, and mm-hmm. it's a two-day thing. Um, really excited. I'll be teaching history and theory. Oh, how cool. You need to share yeah, it as soon as you can, share it on my Facebook and Instagram. Will do. Well, when when we get that other problem taken care of, I guess we will. <laughs> well, you know I'm what like, they say: people have nothing better to do. <laughs> this is true, and this is true, and unfortunately, it's a bad situation. But that's that's here nor there. That has nothing to do with the paranormal. So, no, nope, absolutely thing. not. It sounds like you are really moving on. It sounds really awesome. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so many things are definitely changing now um, with the theory of understanding. Now, I was saying something earlier. That I want to go back. One of the things we have to realize now when we're doing paranormal research is it needs to go back to we like to set boundaries to the spirits, but we need to wake up now and understand that spirits have boundaries too. And that's caused a lot of problems in the past. And so now we're realizing they have boundaries too. So it's our job to find their boundaries to talk to them because sometimes it's not the client's problem, it's the spirit problem. The, the whoever came into their location, they caused the issue with the spirit. So if we all look at it from a different point of view, more doors are going to open up. Maybe we can get some more questions and answers. Right. I think that's very true. Yes, and sir. not to mention Virginia Beach is really nice. Oh, yeah. I've spent plenty of time down in Virginia Beach. So, you know, that's it'll be exciting getting back down and uh, working with uh, Edgar Casey Institute. Oh, I um, love that place. Our rocks. I love <sighs> our. <laughs> uh, I I was raised with, as you know, Edgar Casey. Uh huh. You know, my mom was huge into Edgar Casey, the Sleeping Prophet. Huge. For my thirteenth birthday, that's that that's where she brought me. Well, actually, one of my mentors is. Uh... Um, maybe I shouldn't say her name, but I will because she deserves it. Um, we call her Red. Uh-huh. She's the owner of Stone Goddess um, uh, Stones, a metaphysical store. Um, Jean Chrome, uh-huh. and her father was uh, one of uh, Edgar's students. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I got to uh, do some studying with her. So it's I've learned a lot in the last five years just yeah. by itself. He was an awesome, awesome human being. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and we're hearing more stories about different people with that ability now. I think that's really cool. We need to benefit from that. Well, as the energy keeps changing and the next movement comes in, I think everybody's feeling something very different. 
It is. And, that, and you know, that's, that's spacing it on frequency. There's people rising in frequency and there's some people that are staying at their original frequency. Those people are lowering. And as the people that are rising, I, I think it's going to start separating. Um, I've already seen on a sociological point of view, society on how it's kind of breaking down. And in some ways it's really sad, mm. but there's people like me, like you, like others out there that are trying to make the movement of going, you don't have to be a certain way. You can change. We all can change. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know? You said so, that right, Howie. Anybody can change for the better. That's right. If they have to want to. Oh, they, have yeah. to not, they have to want to. Um, and if they don't, they're going to be stuck in their same frequency. They're going to still be stuck in their own beliefs. They're not going to flex. They're not going to change. It's yeah. still going to be the simple fact of it's everybody else's fault and not mine. No. Step up. <laughs> Step up and admit. That's the first thing. Admit you have problems. Admit that you're a problem. And once you can face that, you can move on from there. And I think a lot of people have that problem. They're too self-centered and too based on uh, self-gratification. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder, I love social media like everyone else, but I think not everybody, but some people are so used to getting quick self-gratification by hitting a like button or, oh, yeah. You're amazing, you know. You know that's Flattery. great and fine, but the internet can be used for more positive things as well. Exactly. You know, when someone needs a prayer, <clears throat> everybody, please say a small prayer. Yeah, you know, help that you can help spiritually. You don't have to like go on there. What do you think of my new dress or my new pants? Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Look at my new show. Look what I've done. Look at my, all right, not to be, no, no pun in this, but <laughs> look at my little new rodeo, podio, podcast. Look at, you know, look at the things I'm doing. Look where I'm going. Look who is managing me. Look, yeah, I know. And I, I try not to hold it. I mean, I had a good friend leave the paranormal this year because she got tired of the hypocrisy and men, and oh, that word, men, utilizing <laughs> paranormal to get to women and they're married or they're in a serious wow. relationship supposedly and they ain't all what they are claiming to be and she actually walked away because a married man and another man who are quite popular in the paranormal and i will not mention their names tried to come on to her and she just totally lost respect and she's like you know what i'm done i'm not doing this anymore i cannot believe what i just experienced i'm like i feel you it's very it sad it is there's going to be a separation now. That that separation is changing. 2023, I'm telling you, it's going to be a game changer. Wow. I, I See, now I'm lucky because I'm the kind of person I do keep to myself quite a bit. And I go to events, but I'm like one of those people that I'm so, um, you know, I don't like, hey, I'm here, unless I know you. If I know you, I'm a hugger. I have to say hi to everyone. But... Mm -hmm. I'm not really, I don't know. I just don't understand that behavior in any field. Because as you know, as a dancer for years. Mm -hmm. And of course, you run into all that stuff as a dancer. But, you know, I, I've been really blessed so far in podcasting and in the paranormal. But I'm very selective too. Right. You know, who I, who I hang out with, what I'm doing. And but I think that comes with age. <laughs> You learned a lesson. 
that's that's one of the things. I used to be too trusting, and I'm admitting it. I used to be a very trusting person. Everybody was my friend. Right. In the last two years, I've learned that valuable lesson. And there's great people out there, and there's people I need to touch as far as spiritually and have a word for them. But then there's other people that have shown me who they really are, and I just go, that's your life now. I have nothing to do with it. Right. I, I'm not going to be pulled into any form of spiritual high school drama, um, and that's your life, and maybe that's the people you need to be around. I'm not being a part of that anymore. Okay. I refuse to do it. Uh, and that's one of the things. We have to refuse it in our life. Yeah. So learning that, learning trust, who to trust, and who learning who not to trust. That's right. a big thing. We're not paying enough attention and giving enough time to learn people. Well, I think the interesting thing with the spiritual movement and the paranormal movement starting to combine a little bit more, I think some most of the people that are really serious about it are in it for answers because of their past past experiences. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know, but I want to know some answers. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want answers, but then you have that that group out there that they they know it's there, but what what answer are they going to get? What are they going to get out of their conclusions? And that's only going to come from base science research. If you're not applying it, if you're just a paranormal team out there and you're just out there, okay, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> If because we were all started here, we all started as ghost hunters. Let, let's let's all be honest. We all started as a normal ghost hunter. Um, but when we start diving, and we have to understand, there's a lot more to it. When these teams start to wake up and go, "I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? What, what's the purpose you're doing? Why are you doing it?" When you can document it, when you're going to put it down on paper or on a laptop, and all your research, not just here and there. But every little thing, environment, temperature, feelings, human feelings. Everybody says that the no moment piece of equipment is is the human body. Okay, well, then you need to make sure that everything is documented. Well, that's what we fail to do in society, in our paranormal society now. We're not documenting, so there's no proof. We just said, oh, I had this experience. Really? When did you have it? What was taking place? What was the experience? What was the atmosphere like? What temperature was it? It all plays into it. And I think that time to change that. Interesting. So are you going to record this as well? Are you going to take video documentation and writing documentation, Howie? We're going to put it on hard copy. So that's writing, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Every piece of equipment, um, everything that takes place on one of our investigations, there's three, three ring binders. One is for the CCTV and any digital equipment. The second one is for any metaphysical or divination tools. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is going to be for investigative uh, personal experiences along with actual activity that may take place. So there'll be three logs, what took place. And then, of course, in the individual, that the environmental issue will take place there, too. So we document, you know, all your weather, all the barometric pressuring, um, you know, the elements outside, on the ground, what's there. We're going to dive a lot deeper than we ever did. And my team wants to do that. That's why we all came together. We want to be a paranormal research team, not just call us ourselves that. We are a research society. So... What is going to be your first, very first 
investigation? Um, talking with the team, I think we're going to probably set up for either the Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville, mm-hmm. Virginia, or we're going to uh, touch base with the wonderful woman, Marcel, who runs St. Albans. Mm-hmm. And it'd be St. Albans. Um, while we have our standard basing alongside of CROP, that's Commonwealth Research of the Paranormal. Um, that's our sister team. Um, while we research the cabin on 360 here in historic Mechanicsville Turnpike. Okay. Now, for the folks that are listening to this, could you explain about the hotel you're talking about? Oh, the Exchange? Yeah. Oh, the Exchange Hotel um, is very interesting. The Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville is actually where the whole beginnings of the CIA came from. Um, it, it was a Civil War um, hospital uh, that the troops would get pulled in from Shenandoah Valley and stopped at this major location before they came to Chimborazo Park here in Richmond. Um, it's also where uh, the Confederate president would do his uh, interrogations of Union or federal uh, soldiers. Um, he had a specific way of doing things. And in that, uh, something brand new came out of that in, in doing uh, military uh, interviews, etc. Uh, it's also once the first place in Virginia that um, African Americans could go to and register uh, to be a true citizen. Um, it has a huge amount of history, uh, going back to how uh, Jefferson Davis would pass messages in chicken. Yes, mm. fried chicken. <laughs> uh, I love that. Fried chicken. I know, right? Uh, well, Orangeville is known as the home of uh, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So. There's something else. They have a chicken festival every year uh, to celebrate the people who worked at the exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, these ladies would bring messages and plates and a huge four foot, three foot platters of fried chicken to the train. Um, and they were con- communicated by a whistle. Um, mm-hmm. It's really interesting, too, because we've got evidence of the past with the whistles and the blows and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's huge period in time of here in Virginia and in the United States that it's just a little missing thing. So that is so cool. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I'd ever go to the fried chicken festival, me being a vegetarian, but Oh no, they have all kinds of food. It's just not, you know, fried chicken. <laughs> if they have potatoes on there. <laughs> oh yeah. You know I can't get away from my potatoes now. I got it. <laughs> No, but <laughs> nothing better than a good potato. I'm so I, I can't help. It. I love potatoes. Oh, oh God, yes. <laughs> Don't get started. That's another rabbit hole we can go down. We'll be on that. Talk about potatoes all night. <laughs> potatoes, chocolate, and wine. That sounds like my girlfriend. <laughs> and like and gin. I love gin too. I'm I'm a gin drinker, but I can't. Uh, I don't drink that much. But I do love a g- good gin cocktail. You know, I can't do that. I don't, I, I can't do anything that tastes like wood. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had an aviation, Howie? Yeah, I'm not, no. Uh, I'm a fruity guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like it to taste like bark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I was telling someone the other day when I was in my early 20s, I did not like gin at all. I thought it tasted like pine saw. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, bark. But then as I got older, I started to really like it. And I don't know why. It was really weird. It's like my taste buds changed. That's all you, girl. You can have it. (laughs) It's like, 
I kind of really like this stuff now. And like, I'll, I'll take my vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I don't even drink anymore because of the heart attack. So I, I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't drink anymore. Um, I do a little bit of social, but I, right. I, just, I never was a big drinker anyway. But no, I just I, I don't see the necessity in it for me. I'm boring because I'm a one drink gal. Like if I'm going to have something, it's one of. Oh, it's like I either have a cocktail one <clears throat> or a glass of wine. I can't I can't drink tons anyway. Yeah, you know I don't like to get drunk. I hate that feeling. Oh, I'm a control freak, so that would never happen. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. So she's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. I don't think so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like that. That's a whole another world that's changed for me too. So, yeah, totally so, new companion, new life. Yeah. It's, see, it's sometimes, been- sometimes growth. I always tell people growth is painful at first, but the ending result is good. Magnificent, my dear. Magnificent. Yes, it is. Because without growth, both mentally, spiritually, and physically, I I just don't know. And I think even people that have been together for a hundred years, you know, you still go through these growth periods. And if you don't talk about the growth together, mm-hmm, exactly. communication, yeah. you're you're going to. It's probably doomed to fail. I think that's what made the greatest generation the reason, one of the reasons. They communicated. Mm-hmm. They talked. They knew each other. They knew they had to sit down at the dinner table and talk. Oh, yeah. And from, you know, the baby boomers down, we've lost that. But mm. I think people are waking back up to what's it going to take to make a real relationship? And that's not even in just in relationships. That's also in friendship, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah, like – you know, us Gen Xers, you know, I sit back and we're really mellow about stuff. And then I think about it. It's like, what a weird thing to be the in-betweener. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. Yes, in the 90s, I had a cell phone, folks. I had a business. I had a cell phone. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then from there, it went on to like your computers became faster and faster and faster. And then social media became more and more if you wanted to survive in the business world. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing the other day because I was watching, you know, probably 16, 17 year old sitting with her parents and on her phone the entire time. Yeah, it actually happened here tonight. And then um, my mom would have smacked me into the next wall. I know, right? I know my mom probably would have thrown the phone at me. You know? <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> but I'm a late bloomer when it comes to it. I didn't have a cell phone until later, much later than everybody else. So I was like, no, I don't need it. But you have to change. You have to change with the times. Yeah. So yeah, I did exactly. I did. And it's weird because you know people don't realize like the social media world and the spiritual world, they can help each other if we want them to. This is true. This is very true. It can be beneficial if you know how to do it right. Yeah. This is true. So you have the hotel you you wanting to investigate. Explain to people what cabin three sixty is. Oh, Cabin 360. Cabin 360 is in historic Mechanicsville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a three-part location. There's the cabin, which is where we're at right now. Um, mm-hmm. This, The curators are Ryan C. Jones and Dennis Eslock. Um, look it up on Facebook and on web. Uh, the cabin itself was built in the 80s, so it really would have no significance, but yet it does. 
Right. Could it be manifested? Probably. Is it the land? Could be. We don't know, but it has a lot of activity. Um, and then there is seven acres of uh, battlefield trails behind. Mm. Uh, we are sitting on the location of Bethesmal Church uh, Battleground. Mm-hmm. Uh, the troops had to come through here to go to Cold Harbor. And if anybody knows anything about the Civil War, Cold Harbor was probably per capita, per the period of time, was the most deadliest battle of the Civil War. So there was times that um, troops, both federal and Confederate, sent letters back home and said, this may be the last letter I've been assigned to go to Cold Harbor. So there you go. You have that. Um, And then, of course, the rancher, which is directly next door to the cabin, Mm -hmm. um, had a murder take place in 1979. Um, A young lady by the name of Melissa was brutally murdered and raped by her uh, then uh, stepbrother, Rodney, who uh, basically, in in a nutshell, he he raped and murdered her, threw her out the back window Mm. and slid her into a refrigerator box and slid her into the very back where uh, Ryan's grandfather's crew actually found her in the box. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got some – the land has everything from Native American to Revolutionary to Civil War all the way up to modern times, and, of course, it has that mark on it too. So Mm -hmm. it's very active, depending on the night, what's going on, what energy is being placed. And in the spirit world, 1979 is a blink of an eye. Right, exactly. So everybody exactly. thinking, oh, well, that happened so long ago. Yeah, well, no. No. <laughs> Not if you're that person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to, you got to think you got to deal with imprints. You got to deal with residual. Um, there could be intelligent, which is what the rancher goes deeper. We don't talk about it over air, but um, there's other things about the rancher. Um, that we found interesting that Dennis Lock has been doing a lot of research of the location. Um, in fact, can you hold on one second? Uh, that's very interesting. We're talking about that. Interesting. Um, sorry, you guys. Hey, is there anybody over in the range? No. That was weird. Come here for a second. Check this out. Hold on, DD. Come here. Okay. Uh, this is kind of funny, you guys, because you're actually on air and hearing us talk. Is it my imagination, or is that bedroom light on? Or is that just a reflection? That's just well, reflection. I caught all the lights off when I was—I went over there, but it caught all the lights off. I swear that looks like the lights are on. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was asking is because I thought I saw movement through the window. Let me go look. All right. And there you go, folks. Perfect example of what <laughs> we deal with here. Um, sometimes we'll be in the cabin, and lights will come on and off over there. Um, window shades will pull up by themselves. So, yeah. Did you stay there overnight? Is that what you do? No. No. (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, no. (laughs) No, I stayed here in the cabin. The cabin, I don't have a problem with. I'm I'm actually connected with one of the entities that are here at the cabin. So I'm cool with it, but nobody stays over in the rancher. Um, Actually, Ryan Buell was just there about four months ago. No, he couldn't stay in there either. Ryan couldn't stay in the rancher. So if that tells you anything. Just too much activity. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of energy, a lot of activity, the frequency, everything about that place is off the charts. There's been four businesses that failed each time there. Mm. Um, 
we know that two of the, well, at least one of the business operators that were there uh, actually tried to commit suicide there. What? And they said, yeah, and they said they had no reason why they knew why they wanted to do that. Oh. Yep. So it's got, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting place. Wow. And then you mentioned a third place that you might want to investigate as your first place. Oh, um, St. Albans yeah. Sanitarium in Radford, Virginia. I've investigated it about five times already, but it's uh, one of the premier locations of Virginia. Um, again, it's down in the uh, southwest part of the state. Radford, Virginia, um, it's one of the higher class sanitariums um, where they didn't really do any electroshock or they didn't do any of the major stuff that you hear about sanitariums. This is the place that some of the hootie doos in Virginia or surrounding states would come to get away when they had a drug or alcohol addiction uh, where they, you know, it was a, actually before it was a sanitarium, it was actually a, a boarding school for children. So there's that activity there too. Um, but it's a beautiful location sitting over on top of a hill, a river in Radford. Um, wonderful staff there. Um, that helped run it, the volunteers. And of course, it's ran by Marcel, who's a wonderful lady and uh, does the best she can to keep it running. So it, it's a wonderful location. It has a lot of base history from the boiler room and the bowling alley all the way up to the third floor where the nurse hung herself. She was oh. pregnant and an orderly was abusing the women up there. So yeah, it has a lot of interesting history within itself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so what is your team's dream place to investigate? Oh, you know what? Hold on. Let's ask them, shall okay. we? Let's go to them. Let's ask. Hey, gang, got a question for you. What's um, What would your dream location to investigate be? Dream? Yeah, dream location place. Fairy Farm. Fairy Farm? You mean, like, are we talking... Yeah. Or, uh, no, mobile? let's just stay yeah. in Virginia. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are tons of them, but what I really would like to go to sooner rather than later is Fairy Farm. Fairy Farm. Fairy Farm. What? What is Fairy Farm? It's in Virginia. It's in Virginia Beach. It's in Virginia Beach. Oh, you're talking about Fairy Plantation. Fairy Plantation. Fairy Plantation. We were just talking about that. Okay. Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fairy Farm. Time. I want to go. <laughs> There you go, come on. I'm right. heading, I'm going. I like the Fay. <laughs> yeah. So Fairy Plantation would be one of yours. Um I have to go back to St. Albans. St. Albans. That's my girl. Okay. Octagon Mansion, that's another good one. Yeah. What's the one in Charlottesville that's Western? Hospital West Hospital. Oh, Western State? Yeah, that had the first uh, lobot not lobotomies, but the the castration of like mentally challenged. Yeah, that yeah. was Desjardins or Desjardins. Yeah, that's, uh, that was yeah unfortunately, we can't get into that one. But <laughs> that, yeah, that's he's the gentleman who co corresponded with Hitler. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you about that a little later. Oh, no, no, no. No. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Old Pittsburgh South? Yeah. There's no. There you go. Sally. I've actually been there, but not. Okay. Cool. 
There you go. So we're kind of spread out. We don't have in one direction, but we're going to make a lot of directions. <laughs> wow. Now that I know there is a fairy plantation, which sounds very oh, yes. interesting. Yes, yes. Fairy plantation down in Virginia Beach. Um, wow. And see, per, here, here's the thing where people don't understand, and I will put it out there because, you know, I'm a Virginian. Uh, per capita, we've probably got the most haunted state uh, of the union. Um, we have so many locations that have and have not been tapped. Um, everybody wants to talk about their hotspots, but I can just shoot out people, you know, names and people are like, well, I've never heard that. Never heard that. Have you ever heard of Henricus? Henricus is the second, actually the second organized um, colon, uh, colony of the United States. Uh, it was designed, well, it was put together right after Jamestown. Um, that's right up here in uh, Charles City, Virginia. Um, that's another magnificent location. Um, it's Henrika State Park. Uh, and once in a while, they'll put on special things where you can do overnight investigations. We'll probably be working with John this year to do a private investigation there. Um, you got Graffiti House. Uh, of course, I said the exchange. You've got a Catherine's Furnace, uh, Admiral Graham's. Um, mansion, wow, keep going, Stratford Hall, you got the birthplace of George Washington, and you got Monticello. Um, it's just, it is chopped full of locations you can research or places to go. And when you're looking at history, you can come to Virginia and get your whole history on. But if you're doing paranormal, we got just as much. So we don't even need to leave the state. <laughs> We're probably not going to leave the state for about a year, two years. We're going to you know, we're going to start in, internal and spread out. Now, we may do Waverly. We may do Waverly before it gets shut down if we can get in okay. with uh, a few of the other paranormal groups and do a one large investigation out there. Okay. I was going to ask you that next, actually. Mm -hmm. It's like, are you going to do uh, Waverly? <laughs> yeah, Waverly, another place that a lot of people are going, oh, yeah, it's a good idea once I bring it up. But Bell Witch Project, mm -hmm. um, which is the Bell Witch Cave down in Tennessee. That's another location I'd like to check out as well. Awesome. So, Howie, mm -hmm. what is, besides all this new stuff going on, what is next? Is there going to be a book? Is there going to be... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. You know how many people have asked me to write a book? Oh, you should. Uh, I just don't have the patience. <laughs> I really, I just don't have the patience. A lot of people are like, you, you need to do this. You know, like, I, you know what? It, well, this is one of the things Sarah will tell you. Um, we had some serious stuff happen uh, last couple of weeks. And, you know, that I just want to shut the house down. You know what I mean? Do, right. I, do I just leave that alone and walk away? And she said, honey, baby, listen to me. I'm like, yeah. She's like, that's not you. You're here to touch people. You're here to deliver a message. And you would not be happy if you walked away. Right. And I was like, mm, you're right. So basically, uh, the Riff Radio Podcast Network is actually going to uh, have its last show um, on December 31st at oh. Belgrade Plantation. Um, and that'll be myself and Rhonda going live from 1130 to 1230. And then we're going to take a little bit of time. We're no, oh no, we're not shutting the doors. We're only shutting the doors for a little bit. We're rebuilding. You're we're taking re a break. We are going to take a break. We're going to rebuild the network. We're going to see what direction that 
everybody wants. Um, podcasting is falling by the wayside. Um, it, people rather are getting back into interactive. They want to be able to communicate, talk, chat. And right now, even with blog talk, they've been so good to us. However, it's time for change. So myself and my staff uh, on the Rift have all sat down. We've made a conscious decision, uh, a, a unified decision to shut the doors, um, tear down the studio, per se, in a virtual aspect, and rebuild. And we're going to come out stronger. We're going to be more in the public eye, and we're going to have more shows. And uh, we're going to put our stamp back where it was. And um, there's an individual <clears throat> who tried to stop that this week. He failed. All he did was piss me off. <laughs> so, Sometimes it's good to reboot yourself, you know? That's right. Sometimes, uh, you know, anybody can tell you. Um, Sarah can tell you. Ryan, that's in the other room. He's been with me the longest. And I can tell you, I don't quit. Sometimes I just go quiet. But sometimes I take three steps back and I'm going for a punt. I will get my three points. Right. Well, I am glad to hear you're you're going to take that break. Reboot. You have sounds like you have an amazing team. Oh, I have, I have. You know what? I'm going to tell you. I handpicked this team, and I'm so so happy I did. Um, there were people who got tired of other teams, how they were, like I said, and they stepped away, and they came to me and we talked. I said, "Do you want to do it this way?" And they're like, "Please, can we do this?" They came to me. They all talked to me. They all said, we want to do it. They're tired of public investigations. They're tired of being like the spirits put on, you know, some kind of pedestal or, you know, it about being TV, radio and video and lives mm -hmm. and not about the research. <clears throat> um, they're misfits. We're misfits. We're, we're the kids in the corner, kids down the hall. We're the ones that you looked at in high school and went, you're a weirdo. And like, <laughs> we're proud of it. We're proud I think that's going to start happening more and more, though, Howie. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. I think I think people now are moving more, like you said, on a spiritual level. It's true. I can tell you right now, uh, um, this team is so eclectic. We've got a punk rocker. Uh, <laughs> that's important, got, man. <laughs> right. Trust me. Right. <laughs> um, we got GQ, rednecks, you know, hip hop, uh, all mm -hmm. different cultures, metaphysical um country women um country guys city boys city, you know we've we this team is a very unique collective and i can't wait to see the impact wow well i hope i i still hope one of these days soon our paths are gonna cross oh i was hoping to this year but things change but i have a feeling as the spirits would say there's a good chance 2023 <laughs> Girlfriend, we're going to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be on we're an investigation gonna, being like, that's right. where are we going yes, now, guys? <laughs> <laughs> where are we going now? I don't know. Where are you taking me? I'm all in for Virginia Beach, Ferry Plantation. Hey, you know what? I'll <laughs> throw that stream at you. See what you say. Let's do this. <laughs> I'll go. If it's near Virginia Beach, as long as I get to stop at Edgar Casey's Foundation. Uh, there you see it. That's only 25 minutes away from Ferry Plantation. So that was the whole, that's our whole game plan. Every time we go to the beach, yeah. our first thought, Edgar Casey. And Absolutely. then we go from there and then go to Ferry. 
that's kind of our downs downtime because the team gets to do now a lot of new members on this team and a lot of people have never done it the way that they're going to do it and there's a lot of stuff to learn at edgar so when we go there we've got three classes we're going to be in class um we're doing clairvoyance um clairvoyance um magnetic intuition and the third one was meditation Oh, I love meditation. Uh, oh. Yeah. So we're going to take those three classes. And then if we make it to Ferry that night, if that's our destination, we're going to have a boxwood mm-hmm. in one of the two. Um, that's what we're going to do. But yeah. that's our first stop. I tell you, meditation got me through many hard times. Yeah. That is so helpful. I always tell people, you know what? Sometimes you got to stop the world. That's right. And, and only you can do it. Yeah, you've got to stop it so you can rise above whatever's going on. And right. even if it's grief, I mean, meditation helps with grief. Yes, ma'am. We all need to rise. Yeah. And, you know, it's so great. And I am so glad that your paranormal team is so open to all that. That is awesome. Oh, we're going to make some serious, serious waves. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Well, I wish you guys all a happy holiday. Oh, uh, you too, Dee Dee. We, we extend that. In fact, you know what? We'll do this on a how many hum hum hum. <laughs> Let's tell Dee Dee happy holidays. Happy holidays. You too. From my family to you, from the All Seeing Paranormal Study in Richmond to all of you out there. Thank uh, you. And you know what? I'm going to have you guys back on. Because, well, Howie, you know I love you guys. Ah, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have fun tonight. We're in a good mood. <laughs> I'm glad. You guys have fun and keep me posted, Howie. Will do, love. All right, I'll talk to you hopefully very soon. Very soon. You take we'll care. Love. You too, love. Give your gal a hug for me. Will do. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good night, Howie. Good night.